Hey, Leah Ryan here. Welcome to episode 13 of the Authors Read podcast. Today's author is Linda Schrager, and she'll read from her book, Age and Place. I'm just warning you, the only way I am leaving this house is horizontally. My new 92-year-old, 95-pound patient stood guarding her front doorway with her walker. I had just introduced myself as the occupational therapist from the agency assigned to her case. Josie was angry at her kids for insisting she have home care after her hospitalization for a hip fracture that resulted from a fall. I don't blame you, I said. This is a great house. How long have you lived here? Her demeanor softened a bit, and she allowed me through the entrance. My husband built it over 60 years ago. The children were born and raised here. John died three years ago, and I've managed just fine since then. So, what happened? I had a little fall in the bathroom. To tell you the truth, I don't remember what happened. One minute I was up, and the next I was down. The kids are mad that I didn't press that lifeline, but it was very late, and I didn't want to bother anyone. So I lay there all night. My daughter found me in the morning. Now they are throwing ideas around about assisted living or me going to live with one of them, over my dead body. After more than 37 years working in the field of geriatrics, 13 of them in direct home care, I have experienced hundreds of versions of that conversation. The actors are different. The script is the same. Mom and or dad have lived in their home for a long time. They are starting to have difficulty getting around and managing the daily requirements of maintaining a house. The decline is often so slow that every minuscule loss of function just becomes the new norm, and they adapt well so it doesn't cause a problem. That is, until a fall or a new health issue sends them spiraling and exacerbates their functional losses, and before anyone knows what hit them, they have a crisis on their hands. That's when I get the frantic phone call. My mom is recovering from pneumonia and is so weak she can't get off the toilet. What do I do? Dad was outside doing yard work, and the neighbor called to tell me he had trouble getting up his front steps. What do I do? My dad's dementia has gotten so bad, he doesn't recognize any of his kids or grandchildren. He knows my mother is someone special to him, but he does not know she is his wife. He needs 24-hour supervision, and we are afraid Mom will burn out. She insists on keeping him home, and all three of us kids live out of state with families and jobs. What do we do? Our parents are driving us crazy. Mom is literally teetering around the house with her cane, trying to cook and clean, and we know she is stiff and in pain from her arthritis. Dad can barely get up from his favorite chair, where he sits all day watching TV. His drastic loss of hearing hinders his conversations with Mom, and he often yells at her out of frustration. They are both an accident waiting to happen. What do we do? The answer to what do we do requires that everyone tries to see the situation through their loved one's eyes with respect and that everyone gives a little. That's where this book comes in. When the issue of how safe is mom or dad and can they stay in their home arises, it often causes a conflict between the kids and the parents. It's natural to view the situation through our own lens, thus creating different and sometimes clashing versions of the same reality. My experience reveals that most of the time, the parents are not being purposely argumentative. 
we often picture ourselves as the same as when we were young, ignoring signs of aging that have become part of our everyday life. We discount that pain in our backs when we lift something heavy or the twinge in our knee when we go up the stairs. We overlook the fact that our energy level isn't the same as it used to be and continue to plow on through our day. It's the same with mom and dad, who likely are at least 20 years older than us kids. The years have taken a toll on their physical and cognitive abilities, but if it's come on slowly, they probably didn't notice it happening. As much as you are sure they are not totally safe, and they are having difficulty getting around the house and managing, mom and dad are thoroughly convinced they are fine. And as much as you plead and cajole them to make some changes, in the end, it is their right to dismiss your suggestions, recommendations, pleadings, and threats. So how do you resolve this conflict? The answer is to somehow meet in the middle. Make a deal. Get them to agree to modify their surroundings so they can stay home, but in a living environment that is more accessible, safer, and easier to successfully navigate. This book will show you how to do exactly that, reducing everyone's stress level and hopefully leading to a resolution that makes everyone happy. Remember, your parents are grown-ups and have managed to do a pretty good job progressing to where they are today. They deserve independence, autonomy, and respect. And they, in turn, need to be open to suggestions that will improve chances for preventing falls and promoting safer mobility in and out of their home. Everyone has to give a little. Use this book as the facilitator to get you all through the process to an effective outcome. Age in Place, a guide to modifying, organizing, and decluttering mom and dad's home is a step-by-step, room-by-room guide to simple and often immediate modifications that can help seniors make their homes safer and easier to navigate. AARP states that more than 90% of seniors prefer to age in place, staying in their own homes, continuing to make independent choices, and maintaining control over their lives. This book will guide these seniors and you, their caregivers and loved ones, on how best to modify their environment so that they can safely and successfully move around and access all areas of the home. In part one, join me on a guided residential walking tour, starting with the exterior, sidewalk, driveway, and lawn, through the entranceway and into the living room, kitchen, bathrooms, bedrooms, laundry area, hallways, stairs, basement, and garage. Along the way, I'll discuss flooring, positioning of furniture, appliances, lighting, faucets, even door handles, and how best to make modifications to maximize ease of use. I will also provide decluttering and organizing tips for each room. An orderly and well-maintained house is a safe house. To maximize health and safety, it is helpful to start with decluttering. Clutter takes up precious space and can actually be hazardous to your parents' health. It accumulates excess dust and makes it harder to move around the house safely. And the disorganization contributes to stress by making us feel out of control. 
At the end of each chapter in Part 1, there are Hacks for Health and Home, where I share occupational therapy tips gathered from more than 37 years of working in the field of geriatrics and more than 13 years working with seniors in their homes. In Part 2, I will explain how family members can best organize their efforts to care for mom and dad. This includes how to detect indicators that help is needed in the house, strategies to encourage parents to accept help, methods to organize both the caregiving team and the tasks that need to be undertaken, and the secret of creating the all-important Command Central. Peppered throughout parts one and two are photographs of modifications and recommendations for the best home medical equipment, along with explanations for its appropriate use. You will find numerous recommendations for where to obtain reference services, as well as additional helpful resources. Part three educates the reader on what important documents need to be organized so they can be easily retrieved. Having to scramble to find your parents' important papers in a crisis only adds more stress to the situation at hand. Organizing the information and being able to easily retrieve it will prove to be invaluable. Many seniors desire to remain in their homes where they raised their families and created so many wonderful memories, but those desires are often derailed by declining physical and cognitive abilities. As we age, we must adapt to the challenges of performing the activities of daily living that we used to take for granted, such as climbing stairs, bathing, preparing meals, and managing the house. Intellectually, we know that being proactive and planning ahead is the way to achieve the best possible results. Even with the best of intentions, we are often unsure how to start the process, which results in the situation managing us instead of the other way around. Age in Place, a guide to modifying, organizing, and decluttering mom and dad's home, is designed to help seniors and their caregivers address these new challenges together to make life at home safer and more manageable. I often hear the analogy when dealing with senior parents that now we have become the parents and they have become the kids. Sometimes we lose sight of the impact our parents have had on our entire life. We may have taught them how to use a smartphone or Skype with their grandchildren, but let's not forget that they taught us hygiene, manners, and basic life skills. Remember that your best chance for success is to work cooperatively with mom and dad, not to lose your patience, and to always treat them with the respect they deserve. It's a win-win. They'll be safe. You will be sane. I'd like to thank Linda for sharing her book with us today, and thank you for listening to the Authors Read podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Authors Read podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time.